This is Ed DiOrio. Thanks for stopping by the In My Opinion podcast. New episodes are published weekly and can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever you get your podcasts from. I think the Chiefs' defense is more underrated than people give it credit for. There was a great game in Kansas City last year, but like I said, it's the film factor with Lamar. When Lamar is on, he's on, and it's hard to beat him. But the thing is, is that there's more film on him, so i got to take the Chiefs. Bills at home against the Rams. Give me the Bills. It's hard to win in Buffalo, so i got to take the Bills in this one. Cleveland hosting the Washington football team. Easily, I mean Cleveland. As much as I hate to say it, it's easy with Cleveland. Give me the Browns. Eagles hosting the Bengals. Another easy one, just because the Bengals are not going to be very good. Eagles. Vikings at home against the Titans. Give me the Vikings. I got to take them. Vikings at home. Titans are just not a very... They're not super talented, but they do things... They do what they do well, so they're always going to be a contender in that case in any game, really. Tampa Bay visiting Denver. Give me Tampa. I think Tampa's now starting to hit on all strides. Give me the Buccaneers over the Broncos in this week three matchup. Falcons are finally going to pick up their first win as they host Chicago. The offense is the strength. The defense is the strength. It's going to be a good matchup on either side, but I think the Falcons at home win this game. San Francisco going to New York to face the Giants this time, and San Francisco comes out on top. Lions at the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. I think the Lions just aren't very good, and therefore the Cardinals are going to come out on top in that one and start their run as kind of being an underdog sleeper team uh, for this year. Coming up next, Cowboys at Seattle. Give me Seattle. I think just the Seahawks are a more experienced team. It's easy. Give me the Seahawks. Green Bay Packers at the New Orleans Saints. Give me the Saints. It's the same deal. I think these are two aging teams, but the Packers are older than the Saints. Give me the Packers. Or no, give me the Saints. Excuse me. What am I saying? I moved on to week four a little early. As we got about two, two and a half minutes here before we get to our update, new to IMO this year. Let's recap week four, and then we'll get there. Broncos at the Jets. Give me the Jets. I think the Broncos are just a young team and a road young team. This is a game that the Jets like to steal from teams. The Jets do like to steal these games, and and here we are. So that's going to happen. I think the Jets easily make that a win. Jets win at home. Bengals at home against the Jaguars. I think this is Joe Burrow's first win. Joe Burrow gets the win against the Jaguars. Like a bad team at home. That's it. Steelers at Titans. This is where the Steelers kind of come down. When was the last time they started 4-0? You can't think of it, right? Off the top of your head, at least. Steelers lose. Titans win. Steelers are 3-1. Patriots at Chiefs. Give me the Chiefs. They're just a more talented football team, and Andy Reid's still a very good coach. Raiders hosting the Bills. Give me the Raiders. I like the Raiders at home. I don't think Josh Allen's all that. I think that underrated Raiders defense is going to give Allen and Singletary some problems in that game. Give me the Raiders. Colts visiting Chicago to face the Bears. Give me the Colts. They're just a better football team. Chargers at Tampa. This could be an interesting matchup. I think Tampa ekes it out, but Chargers make it a close game. Cowboys hosting the Cleveland Browns. Give me the boys. The boys are buzzing. I think the boys got it there. Cowboys win that one. Seahawks at Miami. Come on, folks. I mean, it's it's the Seahawks. Ravens at Washington. Come on, folks. I mean, <laughs> it's the Ravens. Here's a good game for you. Vikings at the Texans. I have the Texans. I don't think the Vikings are going to be... I think the Vikings will struggle on the road. I think the Texans make this an interesting game. Close game, but I got the Texans just winning it. Saints at Lions. I got the Saints in that one just because the Saints experienced better football team same deal Cardinals at the Panthers give me the Cardinals I think the Cardinals air raid attack 
can attack that weakness in that Panther defense, which is the secondary. Giants at the Rams. Give me the Rams at home. Just That's an easy pick. Experience team over youth. Eagles at the Niners. This could be a really good game, but I got the Niners at home. And then finally, the Falcons at the Packers to round out week four. Give me the pack. Go, pack, go. Well, we're through four weeks. So let's get to an update from my good friend, first timer on the show, Mr. Will Yoakum, freshman here on the Department of Communication. Will, take it away, bud. Thank you so much, Ed. Thank you for having me here today. First update we got going on, as Ed mentioned earlier, the NFL season kicks off tomorrow night between former league and Super Bowl MVP Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs taking on two-time Pro Bowl quarterback Deshaun Watson and the Houston Texans. Last season, these two teams split games with each other, Kansas City ultimately taking the more important of the two games in the divisional round of the playoffs in exciting fashion. The game is up for grabs tomorrow night and will undoubtedly be the game for the ages. Next, on some unfortunate news, the Broncos took a massive hit in their defensive power as Von Miller received a serious lower leg injury in the last play of practice yesterday afternoon. He was taken to receive an MRI and if found to be an Achilles tendon injury, it may require surgery which would effectively end Miller's season. Miller is a vital key in the Broncos defense and one of the best in the NFL as of today. And all of us here are hoping for a quick and speedy recovery. Sticking to the NFL, the Los Angeles Rams today currently have signed Jalen Ramsey to a brand new five-year, $105 million contract. This massive contract makes Ramsey, who already is considered to be the best, if not the best, lockdown corner in the entire league. And he makes him the highest paid defensive back in the NFL. On the first episode of the widely reviewed series Hard Knocks, Ramsey had a heated press conference with the reporters when he was constantly asked about how his contract would turn out. Well, we know now his silence has turned into the highest contract offered to a defensive back. Finally, switching up to the NBA, the playoffs have really been heating up with the Miami Heat taking down the top-seeded team in the Eastern Conference, the Milwaukee Bucks. The Heat have been on a rampage this entire postseason, holding an impressive record of 8-1. Other NBA superstars have taken social media to praise not only the Heat's victory, but also to praise their aspiring rookie shooting guard, Tyler Hero, who had a very impressive Game 5, with a stat sheet showing 14 points, 8 rebounds, and 6 assists, helping lead Miami right on into the Conference Finals. Thank you, Will. We'll be right back on In My Opinion on WCYJFM, your home for everything Waynesburg. On Tuesday, March 28th, the Student Activities Board and Campus Ministries will be hosting a free Christian music concert. Um, do I need to do different the Grey Havens will be performing in the Goodwin Performing Arts okay. Center as a part of their Ghost of a okay. King tour. Doors will open at 7.30 p.m. and the concert following at 8. After the concert, there will be a reception held in the lobby. Dave and Licia Radford started this journey in 2013. They have a knack for creating a listening experience similar to paging through your favorite book. Today, the Greyhavens are making the most well-crafted music of their career. Their Ghost of a King tour is a mixture of acoustic duo and full band performances that include string players from colleges across the country. It's the Grey Havens on Tuesday, March 28th, in the Goodwin Performing Arts Center. Doors open at 7.30, with the concert following at 8, presented by SAB and Campus Ministries. The Ramsey story? No, no, no. Oh. If, you, um, if you just kept the wording the same way. Just so okay. Student Health Services will be holding flu clinics at the Health Services Office, located in the Armory on Monday, September 16th, and Thursday, October 24th, from 10 a.m. to 3.30 p.m. Most insurances are accepted. Please bring your insurance card. No appointment needed. 
If you have any questions, contact Jen Dean in Health Services at 724-852-3332. That's 724-852-3332. Most of my family, they never graduated high school or even let alone go to college, so I'm trying to break that barrier. My daughter, Brooklyn, was also a motivation for me to go back to school. Every day after work, went straight to school, studied hard, and, and it paid off. At age 26, Kareem finished his high school diploma. I could not have done it alone. I feel like if I didn't have anyone to push me, I wouldn't have a bother to do it. I got one milestone down the drain, and now I got to work on the next. I see the future is really bright for me. I feel like it doesn't matter the age, as long as you go back and get it done. The high school diploma is just added to the confidence, and now I feel unstoppable. No one gets a diploma alone. You have more support than you realize. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Are you ready? Hey, you think you could tell us what to do? You think you could tell us what to wear? You think that you're better? Well, you better get ready. Bow to the masters. Let's go. We're back on IMO, in my opinion, WCYJFM. Ed DiOrio will yoke him alongside, giving the reports every 25 minutes. Coming in after him is Frank Cortazzo from noon to one, as we are on for the first time ever in the show's history for two hours in a semester. I couldn't be more excited. Well, we got more weeks to get to. Let's get to them. Week five NFL season preview recap. We'll go over the records as they stand at the end. Don't have that much time to recap them as the weeks go on. Chiefs hosting the Raiders in a divisional matchup. Give me the Chiefs. Too easy. You know, how do you bet against Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs? You, you just can't. In many instances, there may be a few where I say the Chiefs maybe drop one. They're not going to go undefeated. We'll get to those games when we get there. Patriots hosting the Broncos. Young team versus experience. I'm sorry. And if Von Miller was in this game, that could give Cam Newton some issues. He's not. He's not anymore, as Will mentioned, as I mentioned before. Give me the Patriots. Ravens hosting the Bengals. I, I mean, sorry. I mean, it's, it's just too easy. Give me the Ravens. Texans hosting the Jaguars. Same deal. I mean, Texans are just better. Jaguars are going to struggle, especially without Leonard Fournette now. Give me the Texans in that one. Titans hosting the Bills. These are two teams that are very similar style of play. You play good defense. You run the ball. You control the clock. Titans are the home team. You flip that coin. I give it to the Titans. Browns hosting the Colts. This is a game that everyone will look at and say Cleveland should win this game because they're at home, and I think on paper they are better than the Colts. But this is a game that the Colts will win because of coaching and because of experience. You know, I, I think that's too easy. I, I think it's easy for the Colts to go into Cleveland and Cleveland to underestimate, therefore lose the game. Cardinals at the Jets. This is where the Cardinals are on their roll, they're, right? They're starting to get a few wins, collect them, get a little streak going, and the Jets are struggling. And I think that Cardinals defense is underrated. It's not great, but Chandler Jones, Isaiah Simmons, defensive rookie of the year potential there. We might get to that later in the show. Give me the Cardinals over the Jets. Eagles hosting, or excuse me, Steelers hosting the Eagles in this 
Week 5 matchup. This could be the game of the week. Give me the Steelers. The Steelers at home against the Eagles. It's a very even matchup. I give it to the home team usually in that situation. Dolphins visiting San Francisco. I mean, this could be the start where you say, okay, let's put Tua in in the second half for Fitzpatrick. Maybe. That could be the only intrigue in this game because the Niners are going to win easily. Saints at home against the Chargers. Give me the Saints. The Chargers might start Justin Herbert in this game. Tyrod Taylor might play his way out of the position by this point. If that's the case, definitely give me the Saints against a rookie quarterback. Tampa Bay visiting Chicago. Tom Brady versus Mitch Trubisky. Do I have to say more? Give me Tampa. Carolina visiting the Falcons. Give me the Falcons. I think the Falcons, even though they're not that great on defense, the Panthers, other than Christian McCaffrey, aren't that great on offense. If you can give an NFL defense one thing to focus on, I think that can at least... And even if McCaffrey gets his, I think the Panther defense isn't good enough to stop that Atlanta offense at a consistent pace. Rams visiting the Washington football team. Come on, folks. Give me the Rams. Giants visiting the Cowboys. Cowboys all the way. Uh, More experience, better team, youth. I'm starting to sound like a broken record. I don't care. It's how you pick these games. Vikings visiting the Seahawks. This could be the game of the week. Give me Seattle because they're home. They're not going to have the 12th man, and that's going to stink. But Russell Wilson is in the prime of his career. It is so evident. If it wasn't for the generational talent that Patrick Mahomes is, I think Russell Wilson's the best quarterback in the NFL. That's week five. Let's go to week six. Chiefs visiting the Bills on Thursday night. Quick turnaround. This is where the Chiefs get their first loss. I think the Bills have a good enough defense to contain Pat Mahomes in that offense. Give me the Bills. Big win on Thursday night. That helps their confidence and helps them in the AFC East division standings. Bengals visiting Indianapolis. Give me the Colts. Same deal. Bengals are just going to be bad. Joe Burrow will show flashes, and he has a good receiving core. But he is going to throw it a lot because his team's going to be down a lot. Browns at the Steelers. The Steelers don't lose to the Browns at home or on the road. It's happened very few times. It happened once last year, and that's because they had Mason Rudolph, and Mason Rudolph got hit in the head with a helmet. I mean, come on. Like, the Steelers, if if Big Ben is healthy, he does not lose to Cleveland. Give me the Steelers at home. Texans at the Titans. These teams are pretty even. As far as the the, the Texans, their offense is going to be more air raid as opposed to the Titans on the ground running style with Tannehill and Henry. Got to give the Titans the win here. The Titans have a better defense now with Clowney. By the point of week six, he will be more acclimated and better in this in this offense, or in this defense, excuse me. Broncos hosting the Dolphins. This is where the Broncos finally say, hey, let's let's pick it up. Let's let's get going and show people why we were supposed to be a playoff team and still have a chance to be by week six. Broncos pick it up there. Jets at the Chargers. Give me the Chargers. I mean, the Jets on the road. It's not going to be pretty. Chargers are just a more talented football team. Eagles hosting the Ravens. Give me the Eagles at home. That Eagles front seven is very good. That Eagles defense is underrated. Carson Wentz, people forget. People forget that this guy is very, very talented when he's on a football field. Gotta go with the Eagles. Jaguars hosting the Lions. I mean, this is battle of the bads. You know, battle of the bad news bears. Give me the Jags. Jags all the way because they're the home team. Giants hosting the Washington football team, same deal. Giants at least are promising. Saquon will run for 400 yards in the game. 
Give me the Giants easily. Chicago at Carolina. Same deal. Carolina's just not as bad as Chicago. I like the Panthers in that one. Christian McCaffrey, same deal. The running back will dominate that game. Green Bay visiting Tampa. Again, battle of the old a battle of the old geezers. Give me the more talented old geezer in the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. LA Rams against the San Francisco 49ers. Rams are just not as good talent-wise or chemistry-wise as the Niners are. Give me the Niners. Cardinals visiting the Cowboys on Monday Night Football. Give me the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are just more experienced and older. I think of Kyler Murray. This could be a start where you say, all right, he's still a young quarterback. He's got some things to work on. You could see some weaknesses there. Week 7 now, as we are just about eh, 13 minutes away from our next update. So we got about yeah 13 minutes to do three weeks. Let's do it. Week 7 starts off. Browns at the Bengals. Give me the Browns. I mean, it's just it's simple. It's easy. Give me the Browns. Chargers at the Dolphins. This could be a game Miami takes, I think. I think this could be a game where the Chargers maybe underestimate the, t- uh, the Dolphins saying, hey, we're going to we, we might have a chance here, and then the Chargers just lay an egg, as I said. Dolphins win. Jets hosting the Bills. Bills coming off. Big win against the Chiefs. Sorry. Jets smack them in the face. I think the Jets win that game. Ravens hosting the Steelers. Yeah, it's the Ravens. They're going to split. They're just going to split. I And I know I just spoiled the Thanksgiving night pick. I don't care. They're going to split. Ravens take this one at home. Chiefs at the Broncos. Give me the Chiefs. I, I keep mentioning the Vaughn Miller injury, but that's just massive. That's the best. What's one of the best, if not the best, pass rusher in all of football. You can't just not notice that on a defense. Chiefs win without that pass rush presence. Green Bay at the Texans. Give me the Texans. I think the Texans win that game because I think the Packers are aging. And the Texans, even though they don't have DeAndre Hopkins, and even though Bill O'Brien's not the best GM in the world, they're still not they're not an old team, right? They're still a good football team. Give me the Texans at home. San Francisco visiting New England. If this was last year, this game would have been epic. I'm sorry, Cam Newton and that offense is, has the potential. I don't think they're going to be, but at points, they have the poten- potential to be pitiful and really bad on that side of the football. The Niners and Nick Bosa will just num, 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 eat that up. Give me the Niners. Buccaneers at the Raiders. Bucks. I think Tampa Bay, the experience is starting to come into play there. I rhymed. Didn't mean to. Give me Tampa. Giants at the Eagles. Eagles, just a better football team. Lions at the Falcons. Same deal. Falcons are just better. Not by much, but they're better. Cowboys at Washington. Come on, folks. I mean, you can't, can't go out on too many limbs here when you're predicting this season. Cowboys should win this game. I could see Washington maybe pulling the up, upset. Hey, you know what? I don't know if they're a one in fifteen football team. They're bad, but I don't know if they're that bad. I'll give them a win. Two and fourteen now as they beat the Cowboys because the Cowboys do have those few games where they lay an egg and they say, "Oh, what's going on with Dallas, man?" You know, so that could happen there, and I think it will. See, I just talked myself out of a pick. That's always good. Carolina at New Orleans. Give me New Orleans. Carolina still developing, young, in a transition year, kind of not in a rebuild, but not quite where they should be. Seattle at Arizona. And I'm going to bring Will on for this one. I'm not just going to have him sit here and only do updates. <laughs> I have Arizona. What, what say you? Seattle at Arizona. Arizona had their number last year. That's true. Um, 
Well, with Arizona adding DeAndre Hopkins to their offensive core, their receiving core has just skyrocketed. What with D-Hop being the number one now, Larry possibly moving to number two, and Christian, Christian Kirk, Kirk being number three. It's a very good receiving core, but also you add a star like Hopkins in that nature. You could say Seattle did the exact same thing with Jamal Adams on the other yep, side. You exactly. know, so, so I don't know if that cancels it out necessarily, but Arizona has given Seattle some issues. And not just last year. It's been a constant theme in Pete Carroll's time and Russell Wilson's time, for that matter. Mm-hmm. I think the Cardinals are, like you said, they're, they've got more talent at home. I think the Cardinals win. You also have to think that Seattle lost a huge pass rusher in Jadavion Clowney after giving him up yeah. the free agency. There He's, were some struggles there. He, he yeah. wasn't at his best in Seattle, but it's still a presence. Yeah. So, so I agree with you there. So I got to go with, I think we're in agreement with the Cardinals. Cardinals. Right? Yep. Okay. So, yeah, anytime I'm, I'm a little hesitant on a pick, I might bring Will in. Will knows his football. Will knows what he's talking about. Chicago at L.A. The Rams last week of weeks or last game of week seven. Give me the Rams. Easy pick there. Moving on to week eight. Almost halfway through. Man. Titans at the Bengals. Titans are just better. Give me the Titans. Patriots at Bills. This is the game where you might see a transition in the division, at least for this year. The Bills will win this football game. Cam Newton will have trouble against that pretty good Bills defense. Pretty stout. Raiders visiting Cleveland. I think Cleveland wins. I I think the Raiders are another team like Carolina, but they're a little more talented. They're just in transition. They're young. They're maybe a year or two away. So I, 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 but give me, you'll give me your will. Okay. I'll give me a year, but I won't give him this game. Cleveland wins New York jets at Kansas city chiefs. Let's move on. (laughs) Jaguars at chargers. This game could be one where the chargers get a scare, but I don't see it. I think Justin Herbert could have a good game. If he's starting by this point, even Tyrod Taylor could, if he's starting as well. Rams at Dolphins. This is another one of those games where I feel like the Dolphins are just on a Sunday afternoon just going to take one because the Rams underestimate them. I think the Rams underestimate Miami. They go into Miami. Miami surprises them. Brian Flores is a very good coach, I think. But this Miami team is very, very young. One of the youngest in the league. Give me the Dolphins, though. They got to win some games. Colts at Lions. The Lions win some of these games, too. Matt Stafford throws for 400 yards some days. And the Lions somehow, sometimes, win these games where they shouldn't against a team like the Colts. I think Phillip Rivers could also maybe show some age here. This is a game where he can maybe throw it around and let give that Lions defense a few takeaways. Jeff Okuda, guys like that on that defense, they could maybe have some fun with Phillip Rivers because he just throws it around willy-nilly. Falcons at the Panthers. Give me the Panthers. I think the Panthers at home win this one. Atlanta continues their slide just because that defense on Atlanta is not very good. Vikings at the Packers, I think they split. I think the Packers take this one at home. The Vikings, I just don't see them as a very good road team, especially without Stephon Diggs. Adam Thielen's going to have more targets to him, but then again, more focus on him from other defenses. Give me the Packers. And the Packers' secondary is very good on top of that with Jair Alexander. Saints at Bears. Give me the Saints. It's just easy. I think the Bears' offense is, like, not going to lie. I think you could put the... The, the PAC All-Star team together on offense, and they might be better than the Bears. You don't think Nick Foles will be starting by this week? Or have I you already care. said that I he I don't really be? care who's starting by this week. I, don't, I just don't think it's going to matter. I think, if anything, Mitch Trubisky adds a rushing effect, but I don't think that's really going to matter. So, so we'll see, but I think the Saints win that game anyway. Niners at the Seahawks. Give me the Hawks. I think they split. Give me the Hawks at home. 
it was a close game last year. One yard short, whole deal. I think Seattle wins. Cowboys at Eagles. I like the Eagles. I just think Carson Wentz, I'm betting against, I'm not betting against Carson Wentz when Dak Prescott's on the other side. Give me Carson Wentz. Tampa Bay, last game of the week eight schedule. Tampa Bay at New York Giants. Give me Tampa. Week nine. Ravens at Colts. Give me the Ravens. I think the Colts just are kind of maybe starting to show that they're there. They're a playoff team maybe, but they're not quite there. You know, they're one of the outside teams looking in. You got a team like the Ravens. They're good on the road. Give me the Ravens. Texans at Jaguars. Come on, folks. Give me the Texans. Raiders at Chargers. Close close game. And in that scenario, I give it to the Chargers. I give it to the Chargers. Raiders still in that state of flux. New England at the Jets. Finally, finally, the Jets say, we beat the Patriots at home when it matters. Yes, we won. The the Bills are going to win the division anyway. So this year, it doesn't matter. Seahawks at Bills. Give me the Bills. I think the Bills give Seattle some issues. I I think the Bills give that Seattle offense some some problems. And then that Buffalo offense, which is going to be the issue, I think, for Buffalo in the main in the long run that Seattle defense is good but I feel like this could be a game where they maybe slip up Carolina at Kansas City give me Kansas City just at home easy pick there Broncos at Falcons two teams that are kind of looking at similar projections here on a season because the Broncos have that great offense or what could be a great offense Mm -hmm. and then the Falcons have a great offense neither team really has that good of a defense nope Especially now, Especially now that the Von, Von Miller, Miller broken record, record yep. whole thing. Yep. Bears at the Titans. Give me the Titans. Too easy. Dolphins at the Cardinals. Too easy. Give me the Cardinals. Steelers at the Cowboys. Ooh. This, and it, and it happens every year. This is the game where the, where the Cowboys will win. And I'm not saying convincing fashion, but this is the game where the Cowboys will win. And the national media will say, oh, we might have to start taking Dallas seriously as a Super Bowl contender. They they looked really good against a good Steeler team. Every single year. This is what the Cowboys do. The Steelers do drop road games. This is one of them. Give me the Cowboys. Packers at Niners. Just a rematch of the NFC Championship game. We all know how that went. Give me Mm -hmm. the Niners. Giants at the Washington football team. Give me... The Giants. I think this is a it's a very close game, but this is one where you see Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley kind of come together and you kind of look at them and you say, okay, this could work going forward. This could work. It's against a bad football team like Washington, but an NFL win is an NFL win. I can't take it against uh, new head coach Joe Judge as well in New York. Lions at Vikings. Too easy. Give me the Vikings, Vikings. at home. That's the biggest nail in the coffin there. Saints at Tampa Bay. Mm. I say they split. Because the Saints beat Tampa in Week One, Tampa will take Tampa this will one. take this one at home in Week Nine. Tampa Bay with Tom Brady will be hitting on all cylinders mm-hmm. at this point. Final week, we got two minutes before we get back to an update with Will. Week Ten, Titans hosting the Colts. Give me the Titans. I think the Titans on Thursday night win that game. This is in the late second half of the season. We always see the Titans somehow start to play better. That happened last year. Give me the Titans there. Texans. At the Browns. Give me the Browns. I I, I just oh. I know, I know. But tech the Texans, they're still good, but the Browns still have it's hard to ignore the, the paper talent with them. Yeah. It is very hard to ignore it. So that is a coin flip game for me. 
but I, I think I'm going to give it to Cleveland just because they're home. I'll say the Texans' defense will slip on that game too. I, yeah. I would. I, I can see it. Yeah, I can see. Bengals that. going to Pittsburgh. Joe Burrow, you're not going to like your first day no. in the Yinzer City. No. Jets at the Dolphins. Give me the Jets. I think Sam Darnold actually pulls this one out. I think Sam Darnold slings it. Doesn't really give a care in the world at this point. He's slinging it against the Miami team, and they're not really expecting it. So give me the Jets. Broncos at the Raiders. I like the Raiders at home. Yeah. I think the Raiders, they, they're, under, they're in that transition phase, but they're still not bad. They're not no. like a 5-11 and 11 transition bad. They're mm-hmm. in like a 7-9, 8-8 eight eight yep. with a few more additions, like the Cardinals. Yep, the Cardinals exactly. were like a 7-9, 6-10 mm-hmm. but you got that one piece, and now you can predict them to win 10 games because they got that. I think the Raiders are one piece away. Yep. Ravens at the Patriots. I gotta take the Ravens. I'll take the Ravens. On I, that I, one I too. just, I just think that offense is not very good for New England, and yeah. that defense is gonna. I mean, that defense is gonna be on the field a long time with the Ravens' rushing attack. Packers hosting the Jags. Give me the Packers. Too easy there. We're gonna get to an update here soon. Buffalo at the Cardinals. I like the Cardinals. Cardinals. I'll take the Cardinals on that one. Giants hosting the Eagles. This is one where I think the Eagles slip up. I think the Giants take this one as one of those bad teams like trap games. I feel like the Giants could take that, and I think they will. Washington at Detroit. Battle of the Bads. Give me Detroit. Buccaneers at Carolina. Give me the Bucks. Buccaneers, I mean, it's... No, because then... Eh, let's flip a coin. Service Give me the Carolina Panthers. Carolina. They, ta- they take it. I, it. It could be a trap game, I think, for Tampa Bay, too. Seattle at L.A. Seattle doesn't play well in Los Angeles against the Rams. Give me the Rams. I think Aaron Donald could have a big day that day against a bad Seahawks offensive line. Saints hosting the San Francisco 49ers. Give me the Saints. I think the Saints at home. 49ers on a roll. At this pace, I only have them at two losses. This is one of the two. So we kind of have to. I don't think the Niners are good enough to go 15-1. Vikings Mm. at Chicago. Too easy. Give me the Vikings. And now, for update number two, is our good friend, Will Yoakum. Well, guys, it has finally happened. Ryan Shazier has officially announced his retirement from the NFL. Shazier was the Steelers' first-round pick in the 2014 draft and in nearly four years with the team became a two-time Pro Bowler, made 299 tackles along with seven sacks, seven forced fumbles, and seven interceptions. Shazier was an extremely high-valued middle linebacker and was not even close to his prime before suffering a severe neck and spine injury that left him temporarily paralyzed. In his time of recovery, he had to learn how to walk again, but after more than 1,000 days since the injury occurred, Shazier is up and moving and has become a true hero in the world of football. From me and Ed here in the studio, we would like to thank you for your time with the Steelers and enjoy retirement, big guy. Moving on, the Los Angeles Rams have signed Jalen Ramsey to a brand new five-year, $105 million contract. This massive contract makes Ramsey, who already is considered to be the best lockdown corner in the entire league, the highest paid defensive back in the NFL. On the first episode of the widely reviewed series Hard Knocks, Ramsey had a heated press conference with the reporters when he was constantly asked about how his contract would turn out. Well, we know now his silence has turned into the highest contract offered to a defensive back. On some rather unfortunate news, the Broncos took a massive hit in their defensive power as Von Miller received a serious lower leg injury in the last play of practice yesterday afternoon. He was taken to receive an MRI and if found to be an Achilles tendon injury, it may require surgery which would effectively end Miller's season. Miller is a vital key in the Broncos defense and one of the best in the NFL as of today. And all of us here are hoping for a quick and speedy recovery. 
But come on, guys. The NFL season kicks off tomorrow between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Houston Texans. Last season, these two teams split games with each other, Kansas City ultimately taking the more important of the two games in the divisional round of the playoffs in exciting fashion. The game is, though, up for grabs tomorrow night and will undoubtedly be a game for the ages. Back to you, Ed. Thank you very much, Will. We'll be right back on In My Opinion. You're listening to WCYJFM, your home for everything Waynesburg. It's IMO. The Alzheimer's Association y the Ad Council presentan la historia de Mario y Verónica. Mario uh, fue pintor más de 30 años. Cuando Mario me dijo que tenía problemas en el trabajo, que se le estaban olvidando las cosas, fue difícil. Llegó a la casa un día y me dijo, me dijeron que pintara el marco del lado por dentro y pinté el lado de afuera. Te quería decir que se me ha olvidado últimamente las cosas en mi trabajo y pues me gustaría ir al doctor porque pienso que tengo algún problema con mi memoria. Yo le di a la gente que le diga a su familia lo que está pasando con él y quiero que me apoyen, que me entiendan y que me quieran. Si algo se nota diferente, podría ser Alzheimer. Es momento de hablarlo. Visita alz.org diagonal nuestras historias para saber más. Un mensaje de the Alzheimer's Association y the Ad Council. bullied online? Send the witness emoji. It looks like an eye in a speech bubble and it's in the symbol section near the clocks in your phone. You'll let the world know it isn't cool and you'll let your friend know you care. Learn more about the witness emoji at eyewitnessbullying.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. In my head I'm like, does it look like I'm wrestling, you idiot? Like I'm wearing dress pants, shoes, and a polo. Does it look like I'm wrestling? Are you kidding me? Use context clues, you moron. You're notorious for causing a scene in public. Like this guy thought he was so entitled because he had this thing that said Powerade on it. He thought he just had all the power in the world. Sick, dude. You have a great job. You get to kick people off the mat. You're so empowered and entitled. Congratulations, dude. Get over yourself. It may get heated, so you might want to bring a cold towel. Sports in the Bird, Tuesdays from 11 to noon. I'm an idiot, but here we are. It's IMO, Wednesdays, 11 to 1, new time, two hours. I'm so stoked to have two hours to myself. You, If you aren't, hey, 
I mean, we have other people on the hive all all day, every day here on WCYJFM, your home for everything Waynesburg. But right now, it's in my opinion the only national sports talk and debate show fully. But today, we're predicting the NFL season. It's our number two. I'm Ed Diorio. Will Yoakum's out of the studio. Frank Cortazzo's in. We're going to get to him coming out around 1120, We're going to get to it. But we got more of the NFL season to predict. We are only, I mean, we're halfway through the regular season, but we got to get there now. We only have an hour. We got to get there. Nick Staso's walking out in the hallway. He's a really good contributor to this radio station, but right now we got to keep contributing here with week 11. Jaguars hosting the Steelers. If Leonard Fournette was playing in this game, I'd be tempted to take the Jaguars, but he's not going to be. Give me Pittsburgh, especially after Pittsburgh loses to Dallas the week prior. Titans at the Ravens. I think the Ravens get revenge for last year's playoff win. Too little, too late. The Ravens win, though, that one. Patriots at the Texans. Give me the Texans. The Texans are just a better football team, I think. And Deshaun Watson, I'm betting I'm betting on him up as opposed to Cam Newton. Give me Deshaun Watson and the Texans at home. Chargers at the Broncos. This, these two teams are pretty even, I think. Uh, one's very good offensively, and one's very good defensively. The Chargers, I think, are very good defensively, but they're not, I mean, they're, they have offensive talent, but I just don't think it's all going to come to fruition this season, especially with a rookie quarterback or Tyrod Taylor at the helm. So give me the Broncos in that game. Chiefs visiting the Raiders. Give me the Chiefs. It's just easy. You know, the Chiefs are leaps and bounds ahead of everybody in that division. Same deal goes here. Chiefs on the road. Eagles visiting Cleveland against the Browns. I'm going to take the Eagles. I'm going to take the Eagles. I just don't think the Browns are that good. I think a first-year head coach, yes, the paper talent is there. Yes, it's all there, but they have some missing holes that they still need to fill, and that's on the offensive line. The linebacking core is not very good. Yes, they have a lot of paper talent, but the Eagles, I think, are just the more experienced team. They've been together longer. Give me the chemistry of the Eagles over the quote-unquote star power of the Browns. Packers at Indianapolis. I like the Colts just because the Packers are aging. The Packers are not very, very good. They're getting older. They're still going to make the playoffs, I think, on the Packers this season at least. But they're not going to go the 12-4 and mark that they were last year. Bengals at Washington football team. Battle of the bads. I've said that so many times today, but I really don't care because that's what it is. Give me the Washington football team. Cardinals at Seattle. I think Seattle gets revenge for losing at Arizona earlier in the season. Give me the Seahawks. Panthers hosting the Lions. I like the Panthers. Just I think the Panthers are still in a transition, but they're going to be good in this game. Give me Teddy Bridgewater and Christian McCaffrey over Matt Stafford and Adrian Peterson? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Falcons visiting New Orleans against the Saints in a divisional matchup. Give me the Saints. Cowboys at Minnesota. Minnesota. I think those two teams are pretty evenly matched. So I give it to the home team. Give it to Minnesota. The Rams visiting Tampa Bay. Gotta go with Tampa Bay. Give me the Bucks. Week 12 now. We're getting there, Frank. We're getting there. We're, we're, we're in the home stretch now. This is where the NFL season is about to get juicy. And it's on Thanksgiving weekend. That means first game we got to pick is Raven Steelers, right? in Pittsburgh give me the Steelers I said it earlier I said they're going to split and, and I got I to gotta take Pittsburgh I think Pittsburgh at home 
Pittsburgh almost beat the Ravens at home last year. There's almost this exact same Ravens team at home last year with Mason Rudolph and Duck Hodges. They were one Juju Smith-Schuster fumble away from possibly beating this very same Ravens team. That You get Ben back. Maybe James Conner's healthy at this point as well. Give me the Steelers. Chargers visiting Buffalo. Give me the Bills. The Bills are just better at home, especially when it comes to late November and December. This is that time. Give me the Bills. Titans visiting the Colts. I like the Colts. I just think the NFC or the AFC South. Why do I keep saying NFC? The AFC South is very similar with two teams, and that being the Colts and the Titans. And the Texans are right in that mix too, but they have a more air style attack. That's why I think the Texans will be in the playoffs. And only one of those two teams, being the Colts and Titans, with how similarly they play, only one of them is going to make it. I think it's going to be the Colts, so the Titans lose this game here. Cleveland at Jacksonville. Got to go with Cleveland there. Miami visiting the Jets. I like the Jets. Sam Darnold over to a tug of Iloa, at least at this point in their careers. Texans visiting Detroit. Give me the Texans. Giants at Bengals. Joe Burrow picks up win number two. I think it's the only other win he's going to get. But 2-14, and 14, I don't think this is going to be a Joe Burrow thing. This is just going to be the Bengals being bad around him. Raiders at the Falcons. I think Todd Gurley could have a really good game in this one. Give me the Falcons at home. Cardinals visiting New England. I think this is where you're going to start to see the decline of Cam Newton in New England. I think Cardinals take this one on the road. I do. I think Kyler Murray could give the defense of New England fits. We we would see it with Lamar Jackson beating them as well earlier in the season. I'm not saying they're the same player, but I think Kyler Murray brings a different dynamic, but yet a similar one as compared to that style of running quarterback. Saints visiting Denver. I got to go with the Saints. It's just it's just easy. I think it's going to be a shootout, but the defense of the Saints is better. Chiefs at Tampa Bay. I got to go with the Chiefs. I just think the Chiefs are a younger, more not a more experienced, but they're a better football team. Tampa Bay is also aging, much like the Packers, and I think it's going to be ta- uh, Tampa Bay taking the L in that one. The Washington football team on Thursday Night Football going to Dallas. Come on, folks. I mean, I mean, I, I like to give them some pity wins, but this isn't one of them. Give me the Cowboys. Panthers visiting the Vikings. Got to go with the Vikings. They're just a better football team. San Francisco 49ers visiting the L.A. Rams. The Rams, I just don't see it with them. They're just not that good. They're all right, but they're not that good. Not good enough to beat the Niners in any setting. Chicago at Green Bay. Give me the Packers. Chicago's not very good. I have Chicago being very bad. And we'll get to the draft order at the end of the show along with the awards, and you'll see how it all played out. Maybe who wins the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes. Seattle visiting Philadelphia. I think this is another one of those times where the team that lost in the playoffs last year gets the revenge here. Give me the Eagles over the Seahawks. Week 13. Give it up for week 13. Starts off with the Dolphins hosting the Bengals. I like the Dolphins. I just think they're the bad team, but they're the home team, so they get the win. Jets at home against the Raiders. I like the Jets. Same deal. Two teams that are in a transitional stage. I think the Jets... I feel like the Jets would want to improve their team with Darnold as their quarterback because I like Sam Darnold personally. They went 7-5 and five with him last year before he got mono. But, I mean, that's, that's a winning record with a bad football team that the Jets were last year. Obviously, Jamal Adams is out, but I think the Jets still win some games. And quite a few as we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty with it once we get to the standings at the end. Texans 
hosting the Colts. I'm going to go with the Texans. I, I think the Texans are just better than the Colts. The Colts will start to show their age. Phillip Rivers might throw some willy-nilly interceptions, and the Texans will take advantage of that, Deshaun Watson especially. Browns at the Titans. I got to go with I got to go with Tennessee. Tennessee is just a better football team, and they, they, they have more chemistry. As I shouldn't say a better football team. They're a better football team because their chemistry overrides their, their talent on paper, as where the Browns, their talent on paper doesn't translate to great chemistry, or at least it hasn't yet to this point. I'm going off of what I know, and this Browns team is not very different than it was last year. The only difference is that Freddie Kitchens is no longer the head coach, and First-year head coaches very rarely win their divisions, have great seasons, have deep playoff runs. It's happened, but it's not that often. So I can't pick the Browns. Give me the Titans in this game. Chargers hosting the Patriots. It's still the decline of Cam Newton. I like the Chargers in this one. They're at home. I just think this is where you might see that divorce between Cam Newton and New England. Chiefs hosting the Broncos. Give me the Chiefs. It's a home game. In Arrowhead. They're not going to have fans, but I don't think it's going to matter very much. Ravens hosting the Cowboys. Give me the Ravens. It's just easy to pick that game. Ravens at home. I mean, this is the easiest pick I might have ever had to have picked. Uh, Pittsburgh hosting the Washington football team. I mean, okay, let's move on before we have to talk about it anymore. Vikings hosting the Jaguars. I like the Vikings. Give me the Vikings all the way. Again, bad versus good. Bills at Niners. If this game was in Buffalo, I would have picked the Bills, but it's not. It's in San Francisco. I like the Niners. Give me the San Francisco 49ers to make Josh Allen's life kind of hard in this game. Bears hosting the Lions. This is the Bears' second and what will be their final win of the season. Bears beat the Lions at home. Saints going on the road to Atlanta. I got to pick Atlanta. Atlanta usually steals one from the Saints. One you're not expecting. Whether it's in the Superdome, or in the Mercedes-Benz Dome, I believe it's called. I think, that it, I think Atlanta wins a shootout with the Saints. Rams visiting the Cardinals. Give me the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals are just better. I think the Cardinals are a better football team now. They have surpassed, they have surpassed the Rams as the third best team in that division. Going to either the first or second team in that di- best team in that division. In my opinion, the second, but it's not very far. In fact, it's 1-1A. and one Here's 1A. The Seahawks will beat the New York Giants on Monday Night Football. The Eagles going to Green Bay to face the Packers. I like the Packers. The Packers are old, but they're still good. They're, they still have some good young pieces and good pieces to mesh with Aaron Rodgers. Jordan Love's not seeing the field. I don't want to hear about that. You're not going to hear about it from me. Last, and certainly not least, of this segment at least, let's go to Week 14. We'll do the final stretch of the regular season after Frank Cortazzo gives the 1215 sports report week 14 starts out with the chiefs going to miami give me the chiefs too easy there titans on the road against jacksonville Minshew mania is gonna run wild a few times brother it's gonna happen in this game give me the jags they're gonna have a few wins raiders hosting the colts this is one where the raiders take the win i think the colts are surprised. I think the Raiders, this is a game where people will say, go be going through their scores on their phone or on Twitter or whatever and say, oh, okay, Chiefs won. Okay, oh, the Bills won. Oh, the Ravens lost. Ooh, the Raiders beat the Colts. How about that? And then they keep scrolling. But that's what this game's going to be. Give me the Raiders. Steelers on Sunday Night Football at the Bills. 
I think the Bills take it. I think the Bills will have all the hyped-up momentum. I think that defense could give Ben some issues, and I think that will. James Conner could be hurt by this point. If so, definitely a Bills win on Sunday Night Football. The Ravens going to Cleveland. Give me the Ravens. I I just don't think Cleveland's going to win that game. I don't think Cleveland's up to par with, with the Ravens. New England visiting the Rams. I mean, a divorce doesn't just happen. It takes a slow build and a slow amount of time of harsh feelings and harsh instances for it to happen. The losing streak continues in the Cam Newton New England divorce. It happens here. New England loses to the Rams on the road. Texans on the road going to Chicago. Texans win that one easily, I think. Cowboys going to Cincinnati. Cowboys win that one even easier. Broncos visiting the Panthers. I think Drew Locke slings it and slings his way to a victory. I think on the road, give me the Broncos. They're starting to struggle a little bit, but I think they're just they're just young. It's not that this team is bad. They're just young. So that's not going to translate well when it comes to a full NFL season, in my opinion. Huh. Show plug. Seahawks hosting the Jets. I like the Hawks. I, it's just natural. Sam Darnold's going to struggle. It might rain. I don't know. Falcons on the road against the Chargers. These teams are pretty evenly matched, I think. These these are two teams that are in transition as well. I like the Chargers just because they have, I think, a little more talent on both sides of the ball as compared to Atlanta's full talent on offense and absolutely no talent on defense. Vikings at Tampa. Give me Tampa. I think Tampa's talent overrides the Vikings here. They're at home on a Thursday night. Who knows how to turn around and who knows the ins and outs of a quick... Uh, week better than Tom Brady. Give me Tampa in this one. Cardinals going on the road to the Giants. I like the Cardinals. The Cardinals, I got to pick them in that game because the Giants are just not that good off or defensively, and the Cardinals are very good offensively. I And the Cardinals' defense is not as bad as people give it credit for. It's not the 85 Bears. It's not even, oh, I don't know. It's not, it's not a great defense, or I don't even know if I'd call it good, but it's not bad. It's a mediocre defense, and when that offense is as good as the Cardinals are, You can get away with that. Packers going to Detroit. Give me the Packers. That's too easy. Washington football team against the San Francisco 49ers or the San Francisco 49ers or the home team. Are you flipping kidding me? Who in their right mind is going to pick Washington in this game? Give me the Niners. Saints on the road against the Eagles. Got to go with the Eagles. The Eagles, this is a game where they'll steal from the Saints. This is a game where the Saints will drop the game because they're on a roll. They're on their way to the one seed or in that race for the one seed. Tampa's right on their trail. And then the Eagles are also in a division race. And they have to pick their they have to pick their stuff up and get going. And I think they do in this game. Eagles win it. Weeks 15 through 17. It's about to happen. But not before we get to an update from. I mean, I'd say the news desk, but we're sharing the exact same desk in the studio here at WCYJFM. Is this your first time on the radio? It is the first time, yes. Well then, hey, let's try and make it a good one, shall we? With the sports update, 1215, Frank Cortazzo. Uh, I got some Steelers news this afternoon. Uh, Ryan Shazier announced on Twitter that he'll be retiring from the NFL. Shazier suffered a spinal injury three years ago in a game against the Bengals. Shazier said... After his announcement on retiring, he wanted to explore some new challenges and different paths. With that being said, one of his next paths is to join as a host 
on The Ringer, a Tuesday NFL show. Um, while the Steelers prepare for Monday night's game against the Giants, with, ben, with Big Ben back after last year's injury, Ben Roethlisberger said earlier today, not quite going on as far as baseball signals, but he, because of the newly implemented crowd noises in the NFL stadium, Ben said hopefully they can communicate without giving too much away. There's also been a switch up on the line. Dave DeCastro is not expected to play after experiencing a low body injury. If DeCastro cannot play, Stefan, let me see if I can say this right, Wisniewski will replace him at right guard. He's actually also a Pittsburgh native. He played on two Super Bowl winning teams, the uh, Chiefs and the Eagles. That'll be all for me. We'll be right back on In My Opinion on WCYJFM, your home for everything Waynesburg. Curious to hear about where some of Waynesburg's communication students spent their summer? Stop over to the third floor of Buell Hall in McCants Auditorium on Tuesday, November 5th at noon to hear Andrew Sloboda, Lucas Santucci, and Ty McAleese talk about their summer internships and how Waynesburg prepared them for the job. Stop over to hear Ty talk about his role for Columbia Gas, Luke, who worked for Cornerstone Television, and Andrew, who did an internship with Elevation Worship Church. Waynesburg's communication department pushes students to be even better than their best, and that includes at their internships, which they perform at the highest level. It's time to see how these students stepped up to the task. Tuesday, November 5th at noon in McCants Auditorium. It's time to show Waynesburg just what we learned. CYJ FM is your home for Waynesburg University Baseball. Catch every time the Jackets hit the field this season right here on your home for everything Waynesburg. Plus, make sure to tune in before and after the games for the pregame and postgame shows where our studio hosts will preview the matchup, dive into the standings, and much more. Game rained out? No problem. We'll make sure we're there when they make it up. The spot for Waynesburg University Baseball this season is WCYJ FM. Waynesburg, Pennsylvania. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing. The educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter has just been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Let's go. Back on IMO, WCYJFM. Ed DiOrio back in studio. Hour number two. 
of the brand new two-hour edition of In My Opinion here on WCYJFM, your home for everything Waynesburg. Great job, as always, from Mr. Frank Cortazzo. First time? I mean, seemed like a natural there. Got weeks 15 through 17 coming up, and then it's time for the playoffs. we got to pick that, too. we got to pick the Super Bowl. If we have time at the end, we're going to get to it. We're going to look at the awards. What do you say? You ready? I'm ready. You're ready. All right. I'm well, definitely I'm, ready. All right. He's ready. I'm Let's ready. Let's keep going. All right. Week 15. Now, Raiders hosting the Chargers. I got to give it to the Raiders. They think the Raiders. Oh, yeah. Sneak, sneaky team. Sneaky team are the Raiders going to be this season. They're not going to make the playoffs, but sneaky team. Uh, I mean, they're one of those 6-10 and ten teams that are going to be like, the six wins are going to come against teams that you don't expect them to win. Yeah. Right. So give me the Raiders in that one. Buffalo Bills visiting the Broncos. I think the Broncos win at home. I think that offense, this is the point in the season where the offense is going to be at its best. It's going to be hitting on all cylinders, whatever cylinders that may be. I don't know. But I think I think the Broncos give that Bills defense a little bit of tough time, and and, and I think the Bills maybe lay an egg on offense. I, I got the Broncos in that one. Colts hosting the Texans. I think they split. I th- so I think the Colts are going to win this one. What's I think it? I think the Texans got it. I mean, on the road, you think the Texans will go into Indianapolis and win? I mean, they've done it before. I mean, they have done it before. But I but here's the thing: if you put the Texans winning this game, that puts the Colts at eight and eight. I don't think they're an eight and eight football team. Nine and seven, I could believe, because I don't think Philip Rivers is all that. But I, I don't know. I think the Colts. I think the Colts win this game. The Colts are nine and seven. The Texans are still eleven and five, winning that division with it with the current standings as they are. So we'll give it to the Colts in that one, just as a coin flip. Patriots visiting the Dolphins. Got to give it to New England. Yeah. I think this is one where Cam Newton kind of shows out and he says, resign me. Yeah. That and, one, and, uh, that one I year want contract. That contract. Yeah. I want that contract. He ain't going to get it. He could he could throw for 500 yards for the last three games. Belichick's going to find another uh, find another guy. Bagger. Yep, that's all. Ravens hosting the Jaguars. Let's not talk about that any more than we already have to. Steelers visiting Cincinnati. Give me the Steelers. The gotcha. Bengals might give them some issues. Yeah, it, it usually happens every year. Steelers. Especially on Monday night. Yeah. The last time they played the Bengals on Monday Night Football, we saw what happened yeah. with Ryan Shazier. And that was, a, that was a game where the Bengals gave the Steelers trouble, too. That was the 13-3 and season. Giants, but, but give me the Steelers. Giants hosting the Browns. Give me the Browns. They think they're better. More yeah. experience. Rams hosting the Jets. Same deal. I think the Rams are just better on paper and in experience-wise. Titans, Lions, good versus bad. Easy pick. This is the game of the week, and I have to give it to Kansas City. Kansas City at the Saints. I just think the Saints are... It's in the Superdome, which helps the Saints immensely. And obviously there's no fans, but I just think there's something about you being the home team still there is some sort of home field advantage i would think yeah but i don't think it's uh, i don't that may not be an option this year with the you know home field advantage right no absolutely but but the thing is is that you can't just i mean oh this is a kansas city kansas city's a whole different breed of football right there they really are and they really are and i don't you know what tape flip i don't have a coin anymore tape flip it landed on what would be heads. Heads is home. Give me the Saints. The Saints win that game. 
And the Chiefs, and here's the thing. If the Chiefs win that game, they're 15-1. I don't know if they're a 15-1 football team. That defense is good, but it's not that good. Coming off a Super Bowl, 15-1. Coming off a Super Bowl. That's, a, that's, a, that's, that's another year. That's tough to do. That's tough that's, to do. The last time it, was ha- it happened was the Packers back in 2012 yeah. when they won it in 2011. Tampa Bay at the Falcons. I think, I think the Falcons win this one. This could be a shootout game that I just think the Falcons could win, and I think Tom Brady maybe shows his age a little bit. Yeah, and, and Matt Ryan comes out with his weapons on offense. It, it and just, he throws for 400 it. yards maybe. Yeah. And ju- that yeah, one crazy just, game that every year. one crazy game. You're exactly right. Seahawks at the Washington football team. Let's not talk about that game anymore than yeah. we already have to. Panthers at the, Jet, at the Green Bay Packers, excuse me. Packers take that one, I think, over the Panthers at home. Yeah. Vikings hosting the, the Bears. Same deal. Division matchup. I got the Vikings at home. Eagles against the Cardinals. Cardinals being the home team. I got to take the Cardinals. Yeah. You know, that's a long trek for the Eagles, and the Eagles aren't very talented on offense. That will help that mediocre Cardinals defense immensely. Give me the Cardinals. And then the Niners going on the road to Dallas. This is where Dallas kind of shows up, but overall the Niners showed why they are. Yeah. They represented the NFC in last year's Super Bowl and almost won it. Week 16, Broncos at the Chargers. I got to go with the Chargers. I, I, don't, I don't know why. This is going to be an even game. I'm not saying it's going to be super, super, like, I, don't, I mean, I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if this game went to overtime. I wouldn't be surprised if, if the Broncos even won. But I just feel like the Chargers are going to win in this game because it's going to be, I think, a battle of two young quarterbacks of Herbert and Locke at this point. And they both have really good weapons, I think. Locke has more than, than two, Herbert. Two good running backs. You got um, Two good running backs. But the thing is, that receiving core is still very, very young yeah. for the Broncos. And that's what people are starting to forget, I think. So we'll see how that works out. Giants, or excuse me, Jets hosting the Browns. I think the Jets play spoiler. Late season game. They did the same thing to the Steelers last year. Yeah. The Browns at this point are still have a chance at the playoffs. If they win this game... They have a chance to get to nine wins. That is enough for a seven seed in the AFC. I think the Jets play spoiler. I think Sam Darnold could have himself a career day. Raiders hosting the Dolphins. This is a game where the Raiders win. The Raiders are just better. Not by much, but they're better and they're at home. Steelers at home against the Colts. I got to go with Ben Roethlisberger or Phillip Rivers in that case. Plus the Steelers, I just think, are a better overall team than the Colts. Texans. Hosting the Bengals. Again, Joe Burrow can sling it, but I don't know how much he can sling it to wins. So give me the Texans in that one. Bills visiting the Patriots on Monday Night Football. This is another game where the Patriots don't have anything to play for, but the Bills certainly do. And this is another experiment in the Cam Newton divorce of New England. I think the Bills, on the road, take the game, play defense, run the ball, Josh Allen, as long as he doesn't make any stupid mistakes. And I'm not even talking about interceptions. Like, the guy just, I, I mean, I don't even know. They're, like, they'll do read options. They'll have, they'll put the ball in his hands every play, obviously. But, what? I don't know. Sometimes Josh be- Allen is a is a wheel of fortune spin. Every play yeah. you, you trust Sometimes with. Sometimes it doesn't look like he's looking for a receiver or nothing. He, he just wants to go. He just wants to go. He just wants to pitch. He just wants to heel one yeah. deep when it's 50 yards down the field and run it yeah right you know so that is why i don't think the bills are going to be that much of a threat this year but we'll get to that point later chiefs hosting the falcons chiefs too easy there jaguars hosting the bears i think Minshew mania once again running wild 
Give me the give me the Jags at home. Ravens at home against the Giants. Come on, folks. You know, it's just too easy there. Give me the Ravens. Packers hosting the Titans. This could be an interesting matchup. But I have the Packers. So I think the Packers are more balanced. The Titans obviously are a run, run, run heavy team. And I think the Packers can key in on that at least. But we'll see. I think the Packers win this game, though. Vikings visiting the Saints in a rematch from the playoffs last season. I mean, this is another instance where too little too late, but the team that lost last year gets the revenge this year. I think the Saints win. They'll come out fired up, mad. They'll win that game. Niners at the Cardinals. It's in Arizona. That's the only reason I'm picking the Cardinals. The Cardinals are just very... Ah, damn. Am I going to talk myself out of another pick. What say you? Do you think the Niners win that game? Niners at Arizona. Um, I, I would say... That I puts would the say Niners... So. If the Niners lose, that puts them in 13-3. and three. In my predictions. I would say that, so and because... Put, and then that puts the Cardinals at 12-4. and four. I don't know if they're that good. They're not that good. 11-5 and five I can deal with. That's their ceiling, I think. So I'm going to give... I'm going to give the Niners yeah, the win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 14-2 I could believe with the Niners at least. Panthers at the Washington football team. I I think the Panthers win this one. I think the Panthers... No. I'm going to take this one back. Washington's going to win because Ron Rivera against the Panthers. I think the coach that leaves for that new team... It's it's always happening like that. It always happens like that. That's how the story ends for them. Correct. Tampa Bay against the Lions. Tampa Bay going to Detroit... I think this is too easy. Give me Tampa Bay. Rams, hey, look, we already have contributors. Mike Capelli. No way the Niners go 14-2, and two, huh? I mean, hey, I, I, we, said the, we said the Packers were going to go 13-3 and three last season, Bruce Davidson and I, and we were one game off because their schedule was cake. So I don't know. I mean, it, the Niners are still a very good team, but the Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. Yeah. So I don't know. You know, it's just hard to pick those games where you think they're going to drop them, but they do happen for every team. So... I'm just picking these games based off logic. Seahawks hosting the Rams at home. Got to take the Hawks. Yeah. No way. Cowboys hosting the Eagles. I think the Cowboys win this game. I think the Cowboys, this is the game they show up for because they because they didn't show up for the Niner game earlier. I think the Cowboys show up for this one. I think they take the win. Week 17, final week. We're going to take a break before this, and then we're going to come back predict the playoffs before we get to the Super Bowl for the final segment. But final week of the season. Ravens at the Bengals. Give me the Ravens. That puts them at 12 and 4. And the Bengals at two, at 2 and 14. I think those are two pretty pretty good records as far as what I think both teams are going to go. Dolphins losing on the road at home to or losing on the road to the home team the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills end their season at 10 and 6. Miami ends at 3 and 13. I think that's pretty serviceable, especially with Tua probably taking the reins in the second half of the season. Steelers at the Browns. Ben Roethlisberger has the most wins of any quarterback in that stadium's history. He adds on to it. Give me the Steelers. They end their season at 12-4. and four. It's high, but the Steelers' schedule is also cake. It, yeah. They might be the Packers of last year. I think they're better than that team, but... I, I just I don't see many losses on their schedule. They keep their players healthy. That that, there's no excuse. Like that. Yeah, there's no excuse they keep their team healthy for the most part for this not to be a 12-4 and 4 team. Chargers 
at the Chiefs. Chiefs end strong. And the Chiefs end at 14-2 and two as the one seed in the AFC. That's not hard to believe. You it just isn't. don't bet against Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. You know, it's... He's one of those new QBs in the league that, you know, we haven't seen. I mean, he, he does... We've seen him now, but yeah. now how, now the question is, how do you stop it? Yeah. And, and I don't think the NFL's figured that out yet. So the Chiefs end at 14-2. The Chargers end their season at 8-8, eight eight, second, second in the West. That's a good season, I think, for them. They're a transition team looking for Justin Herbert maybe to take those reins and be better. Yeah. He will be next season, but that's an argument for next season when I'm not here. Patriots at home against the Jets. I think Patriots lose because I think Cam Newton just the divorce just keeps happening, man. Four and twelve. I think the Patriots go. You think, I, you think Belichick's retiring? I got to see how his draft ends after this season. Four and twelve for the Patriots. I know. I know. I, I can't believe it either. But wow. I but I'm picking these games and. I can't pick the Patriots in most of them. They're coming off a first-place schedule, keep in mind. And that team is way different than they were last year. So I got to take the Jets in that one. The Jets end their season at 8-8. Eight and eight. That's a pretty good season for the Jets, all things considered, especially after the Jamal Adams trade. Yeah. Texans at home against the Titans. This is for seeding purposes, big time. Because if the Titans win, they're the three seed. If the Texans win, they're the three seed. And whoever loses the sixth, I think the Texans win. The Texans win. They get revenge in Week 17 from last season. Texans win. They're the three seed at 11 and five. Titans lose. They're still in the playoffs, but they're the six seed at 10 and six, just like they were last year. Broncos hosting the Raiders. Give me the Broncos. I think the Broncos end their season strong. Broncos end at five and 11. Raiders at six and 10. Then on the NFC side, no inner conference games in Week 17. Packers at the Bears. Give me the Packers. 10 and six. They're the three seed in the West. As we go into the playoffs next segment Chicago Bears 2-14 and 14. not very good Mitch Trubisky he's at at is Chicago Falcons going on the road to Tampa Bay give me Tampa 12-4 and four. I could see it this team has a lot of talent on paper and I think Bruce Arians is a very very good coach that will find Tom Brady's strengths and use them to his advantage Washington football team visiting the Philadelphia Eagles. By the way, the Falcons went 7-9. Not really worth noting anyone. Yeah. I mean, but, but we say records of all teams here. Washington football team visiting the Eagles. Give me the Eagles. Washington finishes their season at 3-13. Yeah, that's about yeah. what they're going to be. Eagles at 10-6 are the four seed and win the NFC East. That's, it's going to be a race between them and the Cowboys. And the Cowboys are 9-7 because they lose, I think, on the road. Do they? No. Yeah, they do. Because the Cowboys are the team that always in Week 17 has a chance to make the playoffs in the last week. And you know what they always do? They never make it in that situation. They're either in and clinched by Week 17 or they are in that chance to make it. And will they? Nope. Joe Judge will say, I got two guys here that are going to give you guys fits for the next 10 years, and it starts today. Give me the Giants in that game in Week 17. Vikings at the Lions. You gotta go with the Vikings in this one. I just don't think the Lions will have anything to play for. The Vikings will be ten and six, and so will the Packers. But by tiebreakers, the Packers will be the three seed at ten and six and win that division. The Vikings will be the eight seed at ten and six and miss the playoffs. That will be a story, and that will be the ultimate complaining of I can't believe we were the team that was left out when we had the exact same record as the Packers. Yeah. Saints visiting the Panthers, Saints win. It's just easy. They finish at 12-4. and four. The Panthers will finish at 5-11. and 11. The Vikings, by the way, the Lions finish 3-13. and 13. Yeah, Vikings at 10-6. and six. 
Seahawks at Niners. Give me the Niners. They're just at home. I think they split. Seahawks won the first game in Seattle in, early in the season. Give me the, give me the Niners here. Cardinals at the Rams. This is for the Cardinals to make the playoffs as the seventh seed. If, well, if they lose, they're still in the seven, actually. So I, my apologies. But if they win, yeah, nothing changes. Or no, they're the sixth seed if they win this game. So they will have something to play for. The Rams will not. They will be on the verge of either six and ten or seven and nine. I think the Cardinals play their butts off to get in that playoff spot. And I, oh my gosh, that's so hard. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals in this game. So there you have it. When we come back from a quick break, we're going to pick it. We're going to pick the playoffs. Kenny Pickett's not in the NFL yet. That's not what I meant. But we're going to pick the NFL playoffs. It's in my opinion on WCYJFM, your home for everything Waynesburg. We'll be right back. Tuesday, November 19th, come to McCants Auditorium with answers because these interns will have a question to the answers during their internship presentation. Come see Carl McLaughlin, who interned with the Hagertown Sons as a Promotions and Community Relations intern. Rachel Mangan, who interned with the Children's Institute of Pittsburgh as a Digital Media and Marketing intern. And Antonio Polulo, who helped celebrate the Jersey Pilots' 50th season as a broadcaster and productions intern. These interns may not be as smart as Watson or James Holzhauer, but they want to show you what they know. So come see how these interns helped out and what they learned during their internships this past summer. As this might be your last chance to see these December grands live and in person. Come see their presentations Tuesday, November 19th at noon in McCants Auditorium. And let's see if you can find the Daily Double on the board. As an 18-year-old, I let my mistakes kind of take over my life. I was 0.5 credits away from completing high school, and I didn't do it. Ten years later, at age 28, Jackie finished her high school diploma. When I found out that I was pregnant, I know that I had to do something for myself if I wanted to make her a better person and provide a better life for her. My family never stopped pushing for me to be better because they knew what I could become and who I could become as a person. My support team is amazing the educational director, my sister, and even my seven-year-old daughter. She's been more than the support that I could ask for. I've been given an opportunity, and I'm just thankful for it. No one gets a diploma alone. If you're thinking of finishing your high school diploma, you have help. Find free adult education classes near you at finishyourdiploma.org. That's finishyourdiploma.org. Brought to you by the Dollar General Literacy Foundation and the Ad Council. Or should I say, I am O. It's in my opinion on WCYJ FM, your home. For everything Waynesburg, we've still got just under a half hour to go in the first ever two-hour edition of the show. Ed Diori alongside Frank Cortaza doing the updates and giving his input every once in a while when necessary. It's time. It's playoff time now, Frank. I, I got to tell you, I'm super excited we go. We've already getting some feedback. I mean, I, I, that yeah. was great. I loved getting that text. Great, great to hear from Mike Capelli once again. 
former Waynesburg comm student himself, now graduated just last year. His Colts are in the playoffs, so I, I mean, I can't, I he can't complain. He can't complain to me. I put the Colts in the playoffs. How long are they going to last? Let's find out. We're in the wild card round for the playoffs. We've got six matchups in total on three on each side. Obviously, the new seven seed comes into play here. But let's start in the 4-5 game. Bills, number four, hosting the number five Ravens. I want Frank, I want you to tell me what you think is going to happen in this game before I let before I drop a bomb on this radio station and tell the world why the Bills are going to win. I just dropped it, but go ahead. Why the Bills are going to win? I'll tell you why the Bills are going to win, but I want to hear what you think is going to happen. Um, you think- I honestly think that maybe the, you know, the juice from the Ravens start to run out. Maybe the Bills catch them off guard with their defense and their offensive weapons and and uh, you know, sees what I mean. It's it's not fun for you know a Ravens fan to hear that, but as a Steelers fan, you know that might be my best option. There is two reasons, big reasons, why I think the Bills win this game. One, the Bills have a very very good defense, and they're the home team in this case in January, right? The Ravens, the reason I think the Ravens had so much success last year, and Lamar Jackson specifically is that nobody had film on Lamar Jackson. Nobody had film on that offense. They've got a whole season now. Especially, they've got a game where the Titans beat them on the road in Baltimore. I think the Bills look at that easily and say, we are a very similar team to the Titans in the style of football that we play. I think this game just favors the Bills. I think you're right. I think the Ravens do use a lot of gas in the regular season unnecessarily. I gotta take the Bills. I just think the Bills will beat the Ravens at home in the playoffs in the wild card round. Staying in the AFC, keeping it divisional, number three seed Texans versus the number six seed Tennessee Titans. This matchup literally happened a week prior, and it is it is destiny from the heavens that the Texans play at 435 on Saturday on ESPN with the Monday Night Football crew calling the game. The Texans always, and I mean always, win. At 4.35 on Saturday, i got to take the Texans over the Titans. No disagreements there? No disagreements. I, I think that's a, a good call. Steelers at home against the Colts. Mike Capelli, I love you, bud, but i, I got to take the Steelers here. Here we go. I, I, it's, they are the better football team, and I think the Colts are just going to be, at this point, I think they're going to be tired more than anything. It's, I mean, it's going to take a lot of energy to get that team to the 9-7 and seven mark anyway. The excitement in the playoffs with, you know, Big Ben in there without the Patriots, you know? Yeah. I mean, Tom Brady's on the other side. How long is he going to last? Let's find out. Let's get to the NFC. But before we do, we've got an update coming here in about, meh, 30 seconds or so. (laughs) Just got a text. Phillip Rivers, 330 yards and three touchdowns. That's all very well, but if he throws four interceptions, yeah, that, that... Minka. Minka might have two picks in that game. I don't know. <laughs> We're starting to show our Yinzer side a little bit, but that's okay. But let's show our professional sports side, and let's get to an update with my good friend and compadre on the channel, Mr. Frank Cortazzo with the Sports Update at 1240. In uh, other NFL news, DeAndre Hopkins is now the highest-paid non-QB in league history. The Cardinals are giving the All-Pro wide receiver a two-year contract extension worth $545 million, or five, $54.5 million. 
That's a lot of money. That's some Mahomes money there. That's that's more money than we'll ever dream of making. But go yeah, ahead. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Including forty-two million guaranteed at signing. So, you know, the Cardinals are believing in their you know new newly um, claimed wide receiver. And uh, another, this is some breaking news right here. A major retirement coming from Aqib Talib. He, reti- uh, he retires after 12 years in the NFL, a five-time Pro Bowler, and a key piece to the Broncos Super Bowl 50 team. Uh, you may recall he went to the Dolphins, and probably seeing the disappointment in their defense, he probably you know left that. I always thought he was a little underrated as a player. Yeah, yeah. I, he also they also said that he actually um, declined an offer to go back to the Patriots. Wow. So he so retired. He just, yeah, he probably just wanted to leave football. Yeah. We got uh, one more, and they said uh, uh, coming from the Seahawks, Josh Gordon uh, is not allowed to play yet, and the Seahawks don't seem to have any idea when he'll be reinstated. So uh, he won't be a weapon for you know, however long they may think. We shall see how that plays out and how it might play into my decisions going forward with the NFC. So let's get to that right now as we continue our coverage of the NFL season. We're predicting the whole season. We did it last year in an hour. I don't know how we did it in an hour because we're on the verge of two and we're only in the playoffs in the first round. So let's keep going as it is on the NFC side. Buccaneers at the Eagles. I think the Buccaneers experience just comes into play here. And I think think the Buccaneers win. They are just the more talented. uh, They're the more talented seed, even though they're the five. This is the 5-4 matchup. The Eagles have a good season in this case, but I just think Tampa Bay is better. They have more talent. They have more, you know, experienced guys. You know, on, on mm-hmm. I'd on, agree on the offensive side, they have a little bit more weapons. You know, some of them are a little bit younger, but uh, behind a, a veteran like Tom Brady, you know, always in the playoffs. Here it comes. Here he comes, Mario Lemieux. Hang on, the Cardinals beat the Green Bay Packers on the road. This is going to be the game where sort of here's do you remember back in 2000 would that have been I don't have it off the top of my head but I'm trying to think it would be 13 where the Bengals lost to the Chargers at home the Chargers were the five seed and the Bengals would have been what the the uh, four yeah they would have been the four seed and the Chargers beat them pretty handily on the road do you remember that Andy Dalton yeah Andy Dalton I think was his first playoff game maybe and he don't need look bad. Did not look good. Yeah. I think this is what the Aaron Rodgers. What's going to happen to Aaron Rodgers? I think Aaron Rodgers struggles that in this might game. Be his exit. I, it, this could be his exit stage left. And I think Kyler Murray has a showing out party. I think that Cliff Kingsbury shows he's a better coach than Matt Lafleur. I think the Cardinals win this game. I think the Cardinals go on the road to Green Bay. No fans will help, and it'll yeah. be it'll still be cold. It'll still be cold like it is in this radio station, but. Not that cold. The Cardinals, I think, win. And that's a bold statement by me, but I think it's true. Saints hosting the Seahawks. Drew Brees. Exit stage left. I just, I'm not betting against Russell Wilson in the playoffs, and I don't think, I think the Seahawks team is better. I think the Seahawks team is much better than it is last year. DK Metcalf has another year under his belt as a receiver at this point. I mean... The offensive line's never been good in Russell Wilson's tenure, and he's made it to two Super Bowls yeah. and a few NFC Championship games alongside that. So that's never really mattered. Jamal Adams, Bobby Wagner on that defense, that's a pretty good defensive unit. I just think the Saints are going to implode. I don't know why, but 
I'm done picking the Saints. I've done it for years. I'm done picking the Saints because they don't give me anything in return. So I can't do it. I got to pick the Seahawks. Would you agree with that? I agree with it 100%. This, it, it, see, Frank's a freshman, and I'm a senior. I'm, I'm in my last semester here. He knows what's good. He knows to tell the senior, yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, first time on the show, you first got it. Th- yeah, yeah. You don't want to get, I don't want to say, hey, this kid doesn't agree with me. I can't, I can't have him back on. Yeah. Can't have me look bad. All right, now we're in the divisional round. This is where it starts to get juicy because now the one seed's come into play, the Niners and the Chiefs. Same teams from last year. And the reason I picked them to be in that spot is because they didn't lose anything. If anything, they added. You know, they added more from last year, especially the Chiefs with Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Have you ever met a bad Andy Reid running back? He made Spencer Ware and Charkendrick West relevant. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But anyway, let's pick the first matchup in the AFC first. That's the Steelers hosting the Texans. Two seed versus three seed. Matchup, rematch of week three. So they will have some film on each other. The Texans just aren't a conference championship team, if you ask me. Deshaun Watson will, is a special talent and will get them far to this point. But I think this is where the Steelers as a team overall make it worthwhile and, and ultimately make the AFC championship game. Kansas City hosting the Bills. Give me Kansas City. The Bills are a, wild, are a really wild team. Yeah, they're just they're out there. They are out there. It's on the road. Got to take the Chiefs. The NFC side. Cardinals at Tampa. I think Tampa. This, this may be that this you know, is the veteran end. QB and the, the young QB, veteran QB shows. Gets the best of yeah. them. I, and, and, and that's not, and I think this is really going to, this is going to be the game where the national media afterwards says, wow, Kyler Murray, I can't wait to see what week, yeah. or what year three has in store for him. Kind of like a Lamar Jackson almost. Yeah. That same deal. So the Buccaneers advance to the championship. Seahawks at the Niners. Now, here's the thing. This is the hardest. I think this is the hardest pick of the entire season that we that I've gone through in these two hours. This is the hardest pick by far, and it's not even close. It's the third matchup between the two. They've split up into this point in my project in my projections. The Niners are the home team. But the Seahawks, I'm telling you, they're better than they were last year. I think they would have given the Niners just a, as I mean they had just a, as much of a chance to meet the Chiefs in last year's Super Bowl as the Niners did. If Marshawn Lynch doesn't come up a yard short in Week 17, the Seahawks are the two seed and the Niners are on the road. Who knows what happens there? These teams are about as even as you can be. Yeah, which is hysterical because the Niners are the one seed and the Seahawks are the seven seed. But give me the seven seed. Yeah, I think the Niners. The Niners, the only way the Niners have improved is that they've kept their players. Nobody really left, but they haven't really added anybody Yeah. either. Emmanuel Sanders is gone, but that's really not worth noting. Matt Breed is gone, but they barely used him anyway during the playoff run. The Niners are the exact same team. Jamal Adams is on the, that's the best, that's arguably the best safety in football. Yeah. And one player isn't going to make that, isn't going to make the difference. But man, does he help. But matched up with Bobby Wagner? I mean, yeah, the defenses. The defense. We've said it. The defense is going to be great. Give me Seattle on the road. So the championship games are set up. It is the Steelers traveling to Kansas City, and the Seahawks going to Tampa Bay. 
I think the Chiefs go back to back back to back AFC championships. Yeah. Um, as a Steelers fan, I could I could you know I would want them to. No, Absol- no absolutely. No and and I hate and I hate having this projection because it makes me f- I may feel like I'm a Yinzer Steeler fan. That, hey, you're gonna make a title game. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna all Stairway to Pittsburgh seven. Stairway going to, seven. to Super Bowl. Have the but but honestly, plan. I don't. I mean, I'm looking at these projections and I'm looking at their schedule and I'm picking every game and I'm saying to myself, holy cow, they're twelve and four. And and their playoff games, they play the Colts and the Texans. Those are two easy teams they can beat. And yeah. they would have beaten the regular season by our projections. If Ben stays healthy, there's no reason to think why they can't do that. But I just don't see them beating Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. So that Steelers-Cinderella run, I don't know if you even want to call it that. That comes to an end. It will be a good game. I mean, oh, it it'll may, be a it good game. Be. But it'll be like a 10-point good game. Yeah. The, 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 the Steelers the will be in it. Steelers will be in it till about like seven minutes left in the fourth. The Chiefs will go up by 10, and you'll say, eh, well... Oh, boy. Oh, well. It was and a great just, season. It was a great season. That's all you can say. Seahawks at Tampa. You know, when I first saw this happen, I saw these teams come together. I wasn't going to pick Tampa to go. I didn't think I'd pick Tampa to go even this far. And I didn't think that I would necessarily even pick them to be the home team in the NFC Championship game. But here we are. Boy, wouldn't Russell Wilson versus Patrick Mahomes in a Super Bowl sound like a good time? Sounds like one of their best Super Bowls yet. But then again, there's the passing of the torch Super Bowl between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady. You can't go wrong there either. But my thing is, right, and here's my thing. The, the, the Seattle defense against the Tampa offense, Seattle's defense will fare... Okay, not that bad, but okay. Yeah. Tampa's defense against Seattle's offense. That's going to be a little bit trickier. Aside from Shaq Barrett, that secondary is pitiful. That secondary is awful. Can you name me one recognizable name in that secondary? No. No, you can't. That's a bad thing. And I think... And their defensive line's not great either. Vita Vey's okay. Jason Pierre-Paul's yeah. okay. But their linebacking core is outstanding. Shaq Barrett, Devin White, and Levante David. Very good. But you need more than that on a defensive Yeah. Game. So because of what I just explained, I've got to pick Seattle. Defense wins games. Defense wins championships. So you're getting the Kansas City versus Seattle Super Bowl. And Seattle's the seventh seed. That's the best part about yeah. this. And that's the most mind-blowing part about this to me. Seattle is the seventh seed. The point after is coming up next afterwards, after us, after we literally just previewed the entire NFL. So if you want more NFL talk, you're going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl, there's not much to break down. I mean, other than the fact that this is going to be a shootout. If this is the game, this is going to be a 35-plus point. 30, I should say 30-plus point shootout and in that case I don't I'm not betting against any team in a shootout other than the Kansas City Chiefs until their weapons go away until Patrick Mahomes has to has to have a receiving core like Ray Ray McLeod and Nicole Hardman as his number one number two I'm not betting against the guy and that defense is not as as we saw in last year's Super Bowl that defense is not as bad as people think it was and now they might start giving a little more credit. 
Seattle will give them a game. Seattle will absolutely give the Chiefs a game. And Russell Wilson will play his behind off to get Seattle to that to that to his second Super Bowl win. But it's just not going to happen. I, I just can't bet against Patrick Mahomes until I see reason to do so otherwise. So there you have it. I gave away the Super Bowl pick with what? About seven minutes to spare in the show? It's just hard. It's hard not to pick the Chiefs, you know? And, 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 and I, I do see the, the Super Bowl hangover for the losing team, and there is a slight tad of a Super Bowl hangover for the winning team. We've seen that in the past. It's really, really, really hard in professional sports, not just the NFL, in professional sports to go back-to-back. It's really hard. But unless I you're think an athlete I, like MJ. Unless you're an athlete that is just transcending the sport... And that is exactly what I think we're seeing with Patrick Mahomes. And so it just continues here. Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs will go back-to-back. You heard it here on IMO. I know. Really? I mean, that's a shocker pick there. (laughs) But you tell me who else you're going to pick to beat Patrick Mahomes in that offense. Tell me who who on the NFC side is going to beat them. Yeah, that's why. Dead air. You're not going to find one. So you have to pick the Chiefs. But this is what I'm going to end the show with because it's kind of a shocker, right? I told you we'd get into the into the uh, awards discussion, right? My coach of the year is going to be Cliff Kingsbury. 12-4 and four in Arizona. I think that's a l- – by these projections, this is all – you know, this is what I would think. Cliff Kingsbury is coach of the year as he should be in that situation. Your Rookies of the Year, I think, on offense, your Offensive Rookie of the Year is probably, if you ask me, going to be Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. It's between him or Joe Burrow, but I think because Burrow goes 2-14 and 14 in this poll, it's kind of hard to give 2-14 and 14 to the Rookie of the Year, you know? Yeah. So I think Clyde Edwards-Hilaire has a really, really good year for the Chiefs. Defensive Rookie of the Year, it's, it, for me, it's either Isaiah Simmons or Chase Young. Just depends on how many sacks Chase Young has. If Chase, yeah. if Chase Young has over 13 sacks, he'll be defensive rookie of the year. Definitely. But if Isaiah Simmons, I think I think Isaiah Simmons is going to have over 100 tackles, maybe like three to five interceptions, a few forced fumble turnovers. Like I think Isaiah Simmons is going to be outstanding in Arizona. That's going to be a really fun guy to watch on defense, and that's part of the reason why I think Arizona goes 12 and four. All right. Well, we got under five minutes. Here we go. The 2020 MVP from the University of Miami of Ohio, year 17. Not only is he the comeback player of the year, your 2020 most valuable player is Ben Roethlisberger. His first career MVP win. Hey, quit talking about Ben that way. He's such a yinzer on the radio. Get him off the radio. Listen, 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 listen. Hear me out, okay? Tell me this. Looking at the top teams in this, in this, in in these standings, the only guy, and Patrick Mahomes is starting to enter the conversation of athletes that should win MVP or very easily could win MVP every year, but because they're so good, they will get left out of the conversation. 
Yeah. And if nobody steps up and wins MVP right outright, they'll just give it to him. Yeah. That's you know who's in that conversation? LeBron James, Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, Sidney Crosby, all those guys. Yeah. The, the the best athletes in the sports, right? Anytime somebody doesn't step up and have a really good season, oh, Patrick Mahomes will have a, you know, he'll there throw for 4,500 yeah. 4, yards and 50 touchdowns. We can give it to him. Give it right like, time. Ben Roethlisberger will lead the Steelers to a 12 and 4 season, an AFC championship appearance. Well, they don't base it on that, but based on regular season, 12 and 4, the two seed in the AFC. They beat Lamar Jackson out and the Ravens last year's MVP for that spot. They beat, and also, this is going to help him too, his case, I think. They play the Ravens on Thanksgiving night, right? That's late in the season. Recency bias is an absolute thing. If Ben Roethlisberger can have a really good game and beat Lamar Jackson on Thanksgiving night with all eyes watching, that could be all he needs. Looking down the line, like I think the only guy who, who else could maybe make the argument for MVP in, in the NFL, maybe Tom Brady, right? Who on the Niners is going to be an MVP caliber player? I don't think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be. Russell Wilson could very easily do it. I don't think Kyler Murray is going to be that good. I mean, 12-4 and four is a very good season for the Cardinals, but I think that's going to be a mix of everybody in the offense. Yeah. Just looking around, Deshaun Watson and Patrick Mahomes are the only two guys who I could see, theoretically, with these projections, making a run at MVP. But Ben is not that bad of a candidate now that I lay it out that way, right? I mean, it's. I know you're a Steeler fan. It's hard not to have a bias, but, but, but Ben, think about it. Ben's never had an MVP. He, it's we. It's year 17. He's coming off of a season-end surgery. He didn't play it basically at all last season. Could you imagine that? He doesn't even have to win the Super Bowl to be the MVP. But I, come I, back from that and have a to good come season? back from that and have a 12 and four season to beat last year's MVP in the standings based on these projections of mine and yours. I don't see how you pick against Ben Roethlisberger in that case. Woo-wee! We made it. I don't know how we did it, but we made it. Two hours. First ever two-hour show of In My Opinion. Poof. Gone. Just like that. You're listening to WCYJF. Thanks for listening to the In My Opinion podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe and check out some of our other shows from the WCYJ Podcast Network, now available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Play.